0: Nah, 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 nah. What's up? Welcome to the Give Him Something to Talk About podcast brought to you by She Tribe. You hey guys.
1: Welcome, welcome back. I feel like, Allie, before we get into the content of the day, we unfortunately do need to redact and retract a statement that we made last week. And since I am the culprit, I, I will take full responsibility. You may or may not remember that I said groundhogging is when you have poop that is ready to come out, but you are not ready to be in a place to let it come out. That is, in fact, not the right term. It's actually called prairie dogging.
0: This has been quite the controversial (laughs) statement. We've received critical feedback that we got this wrong, and
1: I'm ashamed, I'm hurt, I'm devastated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you, Hope? There's always a critic. You know, like there's always a critic. And am I sensitive? Absolutely. Did I take this to heart? Yes. Did it shake my confidence? For a minute, it did. But you know what? All I can do is come back stronger, research my poop references, and try <laughs> try to make it better moving forward, you know?
0: Yeah. We need to start to fact check our information, no. our data. Yeah. that has to do with the anus should not be joked about.
1: Am I right? No. You're so right. And like, we don't want this to be fake news. So exactly. we will- we will so, talk to our editor about that.
0: Yeah, we just wanted to issue a formal apology for <laughs> everyone that is very familiar with prairie dogging and let you know that we're sorry for confusing
1: it. Yeah, we're, we're very sorry. Anyway, Allie, what the hell is new? What's up with you?
0: Well, Hope, I had a really good weekend with my family. I told you guys last week that I was going to Michigan. And when I tell you, mama needed a break. Mama needed a freaking break. I did some hot tub, I ate my weight in bread, I ate pasta, I even
1: made vodka sauce from scratch. Oh, okay, so Barefoot Contessa over here, I get it.
0: Bobby Flay, I'm coming for you. Um, (laughs) It was really fun, it was amazing, I needed it, and I don't know how to tell you this, but today is an incredible day, because after carrying our fourth child for you know, about four years, we finally gave birth today. (laughs) She
1: she tried merchandise, baby. Allie, the gestation period for merch is longer than an elephant. I think this might be the longest term.
0: We hope. Okay. So random, but my family is big on trivia and my dad like prints out trivia for our family anytime we're together. And one of the questions was, what is the gestation period for an African elephant? Do you have any idea? I think it's two years. Okay, how the hell did you know that?
1: Okay, I am very familiar with wild game that lives in Africa. <laughs> um, <laughs> you correct. Okay, wow, buzzer shot. Um, I, as you know from previous episodes, am an entomologist, which is an expert in insects, but I'm also an expert in wild game.
0: That's amazing. I'm very proud of you. So yeah, we... Yeah, uh, We birthed um, after four years, so baby, basically doubled the gestation period of an African elephant. We birthed (laughs) our merch today, which is very exciting. We've been working on this for a while. And so if you want to just, you know, obviously it's COVID, you haven't put on jeans in a solid 14 years. If you need more comfies, we got you. Go to our website and go to the merch page and, you know, support the fam.
1: Allie, what I was thinking about is part of our merch is a water bottle, and I feel like you, more than anyone, needs to buy that water bottle.
0: Yeah, I haven't drank water since, like, pretty much childhood. (laughs) I am a prune, a figurative and
1: literal prune. But, yeah, we have sick water bottles. We've got masks. Protect your sales. We have beautiful tote bags that you used to be able to take to farmer's markets but can now help you – carry your snacks from one room to another. <laughs> um you could just do a trial run and see what you would put in the t- canvas tote if you were allowed outside. Um and it could be a fashionable bag of hand sanny masks. Uh yeah, really all the essentials. All the, all the essentials. essentials. Yeah. But there yeah so
0: it has been an exciting day we gave birth and what else? Okay, I was charged a late fee by my credit card. First of all, fuck them. The amount of money I have to charge <laughs> that goddamn credit card is outrageous. And then really? I have no idea. I get a notification take. you've been charged a $20 or sorry, $28 late fee. And so as I've said before, my favorite quote is squeaky wheel gets the grease. Meaning mm-hmm. if you speak up, you're much more likely to get something when you ask for it. So I, you bet your ass I emailed Chase. I went out of my way on a day of giving birth <laughs> and I... Ask for a goddamn refund. And guess what, Hope? What? I've got $28 back. <gasps> bum, 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 bum. Bam! You wow. know what that equals? That equals, like, four spicy tuna rolls. That Ooh. equals a uh, two canvas bags on the SheTriber merch store. Ooh. What else does it equal?
1: It also equals four Sawada lattes, which is a local spot here in Chicago that I – if you could marry – an object, or a building, I would enter matrimony with Sawada coffee.
0: Very much so. Very yeah. much so. I agree. But yeah, so it's been a solid, solid day. Um, very happy about these these updates
1: to provide. What about you, Hopala? Well, you guys, as October is coming to an end, I'm getting a little bit devastated because my seasonal basicness really stops in October. It, it's hard to be basic at Thanksgiving. I mean, everyone wears sweatpants, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to get in my last couple activities, and I actually have some controversial topic to bring up. So everyone has their favorite Halloween movie, and, like, there's, like, two camps, obviously. There's, like, the horror people who are, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Chucky, It, and then there's the people who like good family fun, like Hocus Pocus. Mm -hmm. Um, That is literally the only family fun movie I can think of, but what I want to know, and please DM us, is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Is this a Halloween movie, or is it a Christmas movie? I am in the camp that is actually a Halloween movie, and it's not Christmas, but I did some research on Google, and people are deeply, deeply divided. We're in a very polarizing time politically. We're also in a very polarizing time when it comes to movies. So, if you have an opinion or a POV, please send us a note at Hello at tribe or send us a DM. And you know what? We're going to do a poll on our Instagram because these are the hard-hitting facts that Allie and I have to talk about. So, that's an internal struggle that I've been working through. And then I've been thinking about what to dress up for Halloween. And Allie, do you dress up? You know,
0: I am the least Halloween-y person you've ever met. So... I wow. have dressed up back in the day. I'd love to be the girl that does have a great costume. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that much.
1: I'd love yeah. to be it. Mm-hmm. Transparently, I'm not. You are Do you have, like a, that girl. Do you have a, any ideas? Are you willing to share? I'm willing to share, although it is copyrighted. So please, imitation is not the best form of flattery here. But yeah. I do have a unicorn onesie. That I have rocked for the last four years. And what's great about the onesie is it has buttons. So you can decide like if you want to be a slutty unicorn. Or Ooh. if you want to be like a prude unicorn. <laughs> um, and Theo, my darling son, also has a matching unicorn costume. Aww. So we are a family of unicorns. But I did receive um, some great ideas from the mommy influencers that I follow. On how to be a pumpkin or a cat very easily. So I'm not going to put a label on it. My thing is, I could be three costumes in one day. You know what I mean? I'm sitting at home. There's no reason why I can't just morph from a pumpkin to a cat to a unicorn.
0: No, I already have roughly 10 different personalities each day. So (laughs) it's spooky altogether.
1: Um, Also, someone bought me a wig. It's purple and black and it has bangs. And Allie, I might be a bang girl. Like in real life or for Halloween? I'm going to take a picture on Halloween. Uh, Again, I'll make a poll if if I should get bangs or not. But since I have like a five-finger forehead, I feel like that's a perfect opportunity to rock bangs. No, I actually wish I could rock bangs.
0: I'm not talking like the the straight-across ones, like what I had when I was five. Just like those
1: feathery ones. Yeah, like what they call fringe in the UK. Like if I
0: could pull that off, that would be so chic. But I just... I I
1: cannot pull that off. No. I can see you pulling it off. I mean, the thing is, is that bangs seem so cool until you shower and don't do them, and then they stick (laughs) up, and you look like alpha, alpha. Or they're, like, greasy
0: against your forehead. Ew.
1: Ew. Yes. They're softing up the oil. And to be honest, I do have a greasy forehead. I mean, there's just no way around it. To be completely honest, I do, too. How do you not have a greasy forehead? Can someone let us know how that works? I just... My T-zone is like
0: freaking like I just showered every single time. Wait, do you put
1: like face lotion on your T-zone? Um, I, yeah, I do. Of course I do. Okay. Well, obviously if if I have an oily forehead, you think I wouldn't put lotion on it, but I do every night. And that's probably why I have a a freaking oily ass
0: forehead. I think the issue is they say like you get overly oily if you're not moisturizing. I don't know. I'm not a guy yeah. yet, a dermatologist.
1: Can an esthetician please phone in and let us know what the proper protocol is there? Um other than that, the only other update I have is I refrigerate my candy. Well, okay, Allie and I actually are in very much alignment. If I had the option, I would freeze all my candy. I I, I wouldn't freeze like a fruity starburst, but if there's chocolate or peanut butter in it, it's gotta be frozen. You're yeah. you're a sociopath if you eat it warm or room temp
0: this is actually a point of contention in the in my household because i put it in the freezer and then i'll like get i'll look the next day and it's in our fridge and it's like this passive aggressive way that devin and i fight because i especially those dark chocolate uh reeses they're not branded reeses but from trader joe's they come in a thing where they're not individually wrapped therefore you eat them like chips you know you there's no limit because you're not. You're not engaging yeah. to yourself. You don't have to look at wrappers. So you're not like, oh, shoot, I just had 14. Instead, right. you don't know. So for us, it's like I move it there, he moves it back, and it's just this
1: way that we, you know, really express our love for each other. No. I Okay. I bought recently the dark chocolate Reese's Thins.
0: Yes, me so, too, me
1: too. Okay, Yeah. Them. Those are amazing. And Reese's, if you're listening, if you want to sponsor this podcast, it's a natural fit for us because on average, Allie and I eat, I would say 30 a week.
0: If those aren't your favorite candy, then you have an issue. We've got, I mean, either that has to be your favorite candy or Sour Patch Watermelon's. Otherwise, I don't Uh-oh. know like, if your taste buds are, are working.
1: Yeah. Wait, speaking of Sour Patch, the, last week I bought, they have Sour Patch Extreme. So they're like, little mini humans they're like little newborns and they they have two flavors in one. Oh, so never heard of those that. they're so amazing they will literally burn off the first layer on your tongue
0: yeah it's, it's too much
1: mass like i my, i couldn't move my tongue the next day but very much worth it
0: yeah you it's know like that first layer of epidermis
1: yes wait almost like the hot pocket debacle we had i don't know was that last week or the week before yes Allie, can you give an update on the roof of your mouth?
0: It is healed, but for a while I was struggling. There's nothing, I mean, there's plenty of things worse than burning the top (laughs) of your mouth, but uh, if I'm just going to be dramatic, there aren't many things, you know, because every single time you go to eat something or even breathe, you notice it. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's just like a few things that I cannot, I refuse to wait to eat until they get, you know, a little cooler. So it's a, it's a struggle I'm working
1: through one day at a time you know that's all you can ask for um well you know what Allie let's get into something a little bit more um substantial than our love of candy and the nightmare before Christmas controversial topic um so what do you think that we should talk about today
0: so we have been you know creating these different topics for she tribe you and one of them that is near and dear to our heart, especially at a time like such, is Mm -hmm. practicing resilience. So if you don't know that word, then I'm going to fill you in right now, girl.
1: Resilience
0: definition is the ability to recover quickly from difficulties, aka to be able to bounce back. Now listen, things are freaking hectic to say the least right now between a pandemic, the election, the Black Lives Matter movement. um, Let's just say things haven't been smooth sailing lately. And if you guys don't realize, each and every one of you in some shape or form has been practicing resilience. And, The thing is, is yes, these things are all pretty intense, but resilience doesn't just refer to like these catastrophic events. Right. Okay. So let's talk through hope. sometimes we've had to practice resilience. Let's talk about like in the past and then we'll talk about what we have to look
1: forward to. Ooh. Okay. Well, some ways that I had to practice resilience is, well, first of all, I applied to 11 colleges and universities. Because I thought like I was Rory Gilmore. I thought I could like apply anywhere I'd get in. I applied to a lot of Ivy's, which is absolutely ridiculous because I was in no way qualified to go to Yale based on my GPA, extracurricular activities, and frankly ethnicity. So I applied to eleven schools and I got into one. I I don't know what the conversion rate on that alley is, but it's it's not great. It's definitely below benchmark, if you know what I mean. And I was devastated because I was like, okay, well, if I only get into one school, I must be a loser. And I wanted to emotionally eat my feelings and not go to college and just become one of those, like, indie artists that does, like, puff paint designs and sells them, you know, on, like, a <laughs> boardwalk somewhere. Um, but thankfully, I practiced resilience, although I had no effing idea that I would need to. And I went to college. And guess what? I got a college degree. So... I do not want to brag, but your girl is college educated,
0: you know? <laughs> you definitely practice resilience in that moment. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the things that if you guys haven't realized how you've already practiced resilience, I'm going to throw some things off at you. So obviously, I mean, during this time, there is not one person in this country or probably in this world that hasn't yep. had to bounce back or deal with what's going on. But it could be as simple as not making a sports team or not getting into a sorority your yep. par- I mean, a bigger one's like your parents getting divorced or the loss of a relationship that may be in your life. Um, obviously, there's bigger things like death and loss and everything that's really, really, really impacting your life. But at the end of the day, practicing resilience uh, is huge. We aren't necessarily taught it in school, but we have so much to look forward to in terms of heinous things happening but We need to get ahead of this. <laughs> <laughs> how do we learn how to practice resilience?
1: Like, what? Oh how do we do this? Okay, well, first of all, just knowing what resilience is in, I think, is a big piece. And also, you know how we think celebrities are just protected from it all? Like, they live perfect lives, and nothing stresses them out. And that could not be further from the truth. So, people in IRL that have had to practice resilience are like Misty Copeland, that beautiful ballerina. Do you know who I'm talking you about, Allie? I do. Um, And if you guys don't know, she grew up in foster care, and she didn't start ballet until she was nine, which in the dance world is like, you're 68, and just give up. There's no way you're going to make it professionally. And she kept doing it. She was told multiple times her body wasn't right, her turnout wasn't good, the way that her muscles were built on her body was wrong, she wasn't technical enough, she didn't fit the part, quote-unquote but she kept pursuing it anyway because she's a bad AB. And she was the first woman to be accepted into the American Ballet Company. Sorry, first African-American woman. And she was the first African-American principal dancer that ABC has ever had. So... And you know what? She's freaking stunning. There's an Under Armour commercial you must absolutely watch. And she just, like, gives anyone hope that it's never too late to start something that you're really passionate about.
0: Damn straight hope. That is beautiful. Misty Copeland honestly is my hero. Guys, look her up. She seriously, when everyone tried to tell her no, she just kept freaking going.
1: Yep. On a lighter note, Heather McMahon um who is just a spirit animal let's be clear she has been trying to break into the comedic scene basically since she was 18 she's worked a, a plethora of jobs including being a waitress and she never gave up and guess what guys she just landed an old navy sponsorship which if you've been listening that is my actual dream of all time it's for old navy to call me and so i can model their petite jeans And she now has a partnership with Aperol Spritzer, and she's in her 30s. She's also had to deal with loss. She lives with her mom, which is arguably not maybe the most common route when you're 30. Although, mom, if you're listening, I want to come back. (laughs) Um, So people of all professions and all walks of life are practicing resilience. And it's that idea, like, you're never going to give up, you know? This is not freshman year tryouts for volleyball. Do you know what I mean? You, you got to stick with it. You got to keep going. Um, okay. Why don't we get into how the hell do you practice resilience if you're feeling like you have no idea where to start? And, and let's be clear. I didn't even know where to start when I first heard about this. Um, the first is finding the freaking silver lining. You know? Yeah. like yeah. Did, did COVID destroy all of 2020? Yes, it did. But... Did it allow me to take full advantage of my sweats and workout gear? You know, it did. Did I actually have time to take care of myself because I wasn't going to a brunch, coffee date, dinner, um, late night walk, club, bar? Yes, it also did. What did COVID, what was a positive, alley that came for you out of COVID?
0: Um. I mean, definitely getting to spend more time on She Tribe. Ooh, yeah. Definitely having more time to, you know, work on relationships. You're not as busy. You're able to check in with people. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, besides that, everything fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. <sorry. laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. Honestly, we've all had, yeah, when you look at the silver lining, it's like we did have time to focus on what matters. We were all yeah. safe, focused on our health, and like really realize that you can't take that stuff for granted. So in many ways, 2020 was groundbreaking for all of us. And we also had a second to slow down and be like, uh, damn, we were moving a mile a minute and start to
1: reflect on how, you know, what's important. Take stock of your life, damn it. And I think too, 2020 has taught us that now more than ever, we have to have compassion and empathy for others. We quite literally don't know what everyone's going through. COVID has impacted people in various ways, whether it's emotionally or, you know, from a financial situation or just grieving the loss that you can't see your family, you can't see all your friends. And I think sometimes it's so easy just to make it all about me. I mean I've lived for an all about me moment, but if you're gonna practice resilience, you need to put yourself in other people's shoes, which I feel like we've been doing. I feel like COVID has really, I feel like it's been an equalizer, you know, like it's put us on the same playing field. Yeah. When you have empathy
0: and you start to realize what other people are going through, it does tend to put your issues in perspective. So that's how it relates to resilience. Like you're starting to understand other people's issues and maybe things that were a big deal before just, you know, are less of a big deal now.
1: Yeah, totally agree. Um, okay, let's go through two more of the, tool, the tools that you can practice resilience. And we'll pick the ones that are probably the most relevant. The next one is just having freaking willpower. And I'm not talking about resisting the call of a dark chocolate thin Reese's peanut butter cup. It's talking about finding the willpower to keep going, even if the circumstances are making it really hard. You know what I mean? Sure do. It's like... Do I have, I feel like when COVID first hit, like we were all very optimistic. I was like, I'm going to be a workout girl. I'm still going to do my hair and makeup. So it feels like I'm in a routine. I'm going to sit up straight at my kitchen table. And now it's like, am I wearing a bra? No. The last time I put on makeup, unclear. And am I sitting on my couch for 90% of my day? Yeah, absolutely. And (laughs) not sitting up straight, like literally laying down, basically, like almost fully vertical. No, I, horizontal. Find that I,
0: I find that I literally can't sit up straight anymore. Like unless no. I'm laying down, I'm uncomfortable.
1: No. Yeah. And it's not like I've been working out my back or really working out anything. And when you work out your back, it allows you to have better posture. So it's really a two for two for me. Right. I'm not coming out. I'm coming out of this like the hunchback of Notre <laughs> Dame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? show do. I mean, the thing about
0: willpower is in self-control. Like the second, you know, something happens, it's very easy to be reactive and freak out and say, things are never going to get better. I'm not okay. Have a low key panic attack, but willpower and just thinking forward and having a little bit of self-control over your mind, body, soul, spirit, all that Mm. will make you more resilient
1: in the long term. Yes. That is Allie. Why don't you drop some knowledge there? That was a mic drop moment metaphorically. Am I Tony Robbins? Let me know. No. (laughs) You are Tony Robbins. Okay, last but certainly not least is reminding yourself what your purpose is. And it can be your purpose in your life, it could be your purpose in your relationships, it could be your purpose in evaluating and auditing Halloween candy. But (laughs) it's important not to lose focus of what drives you and what motivates you, even if the world around you is just Crumbling to S-H-I-T. So one of those things for me is that my purpose or one of them is that I want to make sure that whenever I'm with someone that they feel included. Like my worst fear is the mean girls moment when you can't sit with us. And so with COVID, obviously that's a little harder because we're not meeting in person. But like if Allie and I are having a happy hour or we're like doing a work session, like we want to invite anyone who wants to come because COVID's been a really isolating time and it's our goal that everyone can feel included both on this podcast, on our Instagram, in our friendships, in our relationships. Eh, Okay. That, that could be worked on, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, um, that's just some of the purpose that I feel like why I was put on this earth. I was not put on this earth to be a model or Giselle Buchenne. You know what I mean? Like I'm beautiful, but I'm not. I'm not five right. ten or six foot. You know, that's not really the purpose here.
0: Yeah, I mean, my model. I think. I think I get confused if it was to be a model, or sorry, did I just say my model is to be a model? Yes. Okay. <laughs> my purpose, I think, was to be a model, but unfortunately, okay. I haven't followed that. So I feel like I'm going against my purpose, but <laughs> it's okay. But it doesn't matter. But. The point is, we definitely want to give you toolkit a toolkit because this is a odd, odd, odd time. And at the end of the day, like in a week from now, I think things are only going to get more hectic, y'all. It's it's the election.
1: Speaking of the election, have you voted yet? O? I have not voted yet because I. Well, let's talk about voting plans. So first and foremost, I am voting in the state of Illinois. Hashtag basically a citizen of the state. And I didn't know, when I went to register, I didn't know what the circumstances were going to be. Like, I didn't know if it was going to be the zombie apocalypse or if things were going to be normal. So I requested an absentee ballot. Okay.
0: Um,
1: and, you know, unfortunately, the state of Chicago is inundated with requests. So they just sent me my absentee ballot last week. Um, and I'm The not state of Chicago? Oh, I guess. Well, both the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois is. That would be Chillinoise if you went to go combine those together.
0: Wait, you know what I mean? talk. Did you just put the S at the end of Illinois?
1: No, I said Chill Illinois. Did I say Chill Illinois? Yeah. I did? No, it's fine. Okay, no, well you guys I'm wait, not Can someone not, edit this out? I'm humiliated for us. <laughs> I wasn't born here, okay? Like do you think everyone gets Visalia right in Central California? No. But do I judge them for saying visalia? Right. Yes. But if they live there. If they lived there, they would probably know. Okay. Well, I don't really f- identify with living <laughs> in <laughs> Chicago. Um, so I am going to fill out my absentee ballot when I get home from Indiana. And then I'm going to have David record me dropping it off in that official ballot mailbox Okay. that off. I've seen Lady Gaga do. And I feel yeah. like we're very similar. No,
0: I know. I, you yeah. better hurry. You got to get that in soon.
1: No, I know. And then I'm afraid, like, is someone going to break into that mailbox and steal my absentee ballot so my vote doesn't get counted? So they actually have this thing.
0: I submitted mine last week and they already emailed me that it's been counted. So okay. I think they'll, they confirm it's been counted so that
1: okay. no one can steal your right. I don't want anyone to steal my right. And Allie, it sounds like your voting plan was absentee ballot as well.
0: Yeah, I voted by mail just in case, you know, I didn't know what the plan I, I, don't yeah. I, don't I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know. But we encourage you all to get out and vote. Get yes. It. Use
1: your freaking voice. Use your freaking voice. We didn't like receive the right to vote until the 1920s, so let's not make like our ancestors and the trailblazers before us have fought for nothing. Hashtag suffragette movement. So whatever, <laughs> whoever you're voting for, share your plan on Instagram because it's what our generation does. Tag us if you want so we can cheer you on for having a freaking plan of attack.
0: Yeah, if you don't share it on Instagram, it's almost as if you didn't vote. No, it, it, that's so true.
1: <laughs> okay, Hope,
0: we need to wrap this up. And let's talk okay. about, okay, since we practi- we're practicing resilience, we're heading into yep. an even crazier week, let's yep. talk about some things that are fun and uplifting to look forward to. I think okay. for me, I'm going to start by saying it is no-shave November in a few
1: days, y'all. Oh, And you I know I'm that. not
0: referring to a men's. Man Absolutely pre- not. And if
1: you don't think I've been pre-gaming this No Shave November with the entire month of October, you'd be dead wrong. I, I have a forest growing on my legs.
0: Yeah. No, it's pretty much like No Shave entire year, always. <laughs> Unless I'm wearing a dress, jean shorts, or something, I'd pretty yeah. much keep them, I don't know, quite long.
1: Yeah. No, quite long. Um, well, for me, one thing I'm really excited about is that the Hallmark Christmas movies have already dropped. And... I am a purist. I will not watch a Christmas movie until after Halloween. But there is some cheesy good family fun coming. And one of the movies has Kelly Rowland in it. So Mm. really, really excited to see her in a Christmas (laughs) film. Um, Also, I saw a preview for the first Hallmark Christmas movie that features a gay couple. So it's like Hallmark has finally caught up with the damn times. It's about freaking time. It's about freaking time. Um, So that's what I'm looking forward to. Anything else, Allie? Uh, I mean, am I looking forward to turning 30 soon?
0: I don't know. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. 30, flirty, and thriving is coming up for me. 30, flirty, and thriving. If you have recommendations for how Allie should celebrate, please send us a DM. We are open to all feedback.
0: All feedback. Before we head out, we wanted to read our favorite review of the week, brought to you by Aubrey. Aubrey, if you're out here listening, thanks for the piece of feedback. Here we go. Aubrey we go. said, well, you two make me feel alive inside, which is a tall hill to climb in 2020. And let wow. me just say, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said
1: to us. No, actually, that's the nicest thing someone said to me in this entire year. Um, so, Aubrey... Thank you. And also, I don't know if you know this, but Aubrey has a birthday. Happy birthday, girlfriend. So Aubrey, happy birthday. We love the review. You guys, it's an unfortunate time where we have to stop talking at a manic pace and let you go out and live your lives. But we hope you have a great week. We hope you go vote. Send us your voting plan. And we'll talk to you, dare I say it, in a new month.
0: We'll talk to you. Practice some resilience. Until then, see you next time.
1: See you next
0: time! Shut your soul, speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies we so so misunderstood. You only want to socialize, and just won't leave you beef.